Hey, welcome back to Taking the Time, a special Psychograph Mitchell timepiece edition. It is. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Anybody that's there, probably no one. So, outstanding. Well, well that's because we need to do shows regularly so we can get our our mass viewership back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely do. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. So, what's what's new and exciting there, brother? <laughs> you know what's new and exciting. <laughs> um, I'm just getting all these uh, Sacograph pre-orders out and uh, and ready to go. Um, I'm in the middle of QCing another two, four, six, eight, nine. I'm doing another QC for nine. I don't know why I didn't round that off to ten, but <laughs> trying to trying to get through them all so that they're all ready to ship. And uh, yeah, but uh, excellent. Pretty well, excited about this watch. It's pretty unique. What are you wearing today? <laughs> the the black dial. Oh, yeah. What I got what a, cool a, a custom strap. <laughs> ah, and that's exactly what we're going to be going over today. The excellent, excellent. Black dial actually came out exceptionally well. Um, I don't know. I, I know a number of people ordered them. E everything details down to the signed buckle, as always. You hit it out of the park again. I uh, spent probably an hour just staring at this thing yesterday evening and just looking at all the, all the little details. And it's just, it's it's the full package. It really is. It's um, really, really high quality. I love the brush, brush bezel, 120 click, unidirectional bezel. I've had a few people actually say that they just kind of get lost in watching the seconds hands for a little bit. Yeah. It's a... It is. It's so unique that it that does kind of catch you for a minute and kind of suck you in. To it has that really nice looking ST19 movement in the back that you can see under the sapphire. Don't forget that Swan neck regulator. That's very important. Yeah, that you know, and and the one I the one I've been wearing mine is uh, has been pretty pretty darn accurate actually. Um, I was quite surprised at how accurate. Um, it's kind of timed out too. So, yeah, it's keeping up with this thing. So, it says a lot. <laughs> really? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's doing really well. It's, uh, I mean, it's a certified chronometer. So, which the graph <laughs> isn't, isn't, but um, it'd be another thousand dollars just to get that certification. But I have to say, it's, I mean, it's doing really well. Um, yeah, I, I have zero complaints. I, I really like it. I see that you have the red strap for it. That looks really sharp. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I've got I've got a uh, black kangaroo with uh, blue stitching coming for the white, and then I think a another a, a red a black strap with a red stitching for for this guy. Um, yeah, so I'm a strap. I'm a strap monster person. So somebody, yeah. somebody, you know, somebody is like, man, this is a strap monster. And he sent me pictures of, of his Seiko graph. And he had like already tried like five or six different straps. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> like, you really cool. <laughs> so, Yeah. I mean, this one's pretty factory. It does fit on my wrist and I'll show you in a minute. I mean, this oh, is, this is a 44. Um, obviously it's, you know, it has plenty of room, but I will, demonstrate that it actually does fit and it's not on the last hole actually 
Although oh. I am, although I am looking forward to getting a black strap with uh, orange stitching for this one, which we're working on. So. so you got like a couple holes there, huh? Well, it's on the second to last, but I mean, I have a, I have an eight eight plus inch wrist, but that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there it is, and it doesn't look small. It's right. got a nice, real nice profile. It's not too thick, not too thin. Um, it's definitely, it definitely has a bigger presence than the Raider. Yeah, it's um, a little bit, it's a little bit thicker, um, yeah. which I like. The case is a little thicker. Um, it's really nice screw down crown. So, I mean, you're not going to have any problem washing your hands. It's not, you know, if it's, if it's raining, you don't have to put it away and find something else. I mean, really it, it's kind of a, it looks like a hard use kind of tool watch actually, which it is being a, the 30 minute uh, countdown discs in it. It's really cool. And watching the second disc just roll around. And right. of course, yeah. Of course, I got it with the official Mitchell timepieces. Oh, yeah. The, which is super soft leather. If anybody that doesn't have one of these yet, I highly recommend getting get at least one. Um, you know, just get yourself a little early Christmas present or Christmas present, whatever whatever season you want to uh and and so i've got i've got a few airline buttons that we can do too um so if you uh initially there were all the military buttons like the army air corps um i got a couple of uh the british royal air force and the british royal navy um i don't know if i have any marines still left i'm, I'm trying to remember what all buttons i have um, cause they're with, they're with the leather maker. <laughs> um, but I know I've got, um, army, army air corps, modern U S air force, and then a couple other, um, I've got Delta, Delta buttons, Pan Am buttons, and maybe American airlines. But I mean, like if you want something custom, I can track down the specific button you're thinking of, or if you have the buttons then we can. We can figure that out. If somebody's interested in a, in a custom role, um, they are available on the website. You could always directly message me too, and we can coordinate that as well. It's not a big deal. I do have uh, two extra Army Air Corps coming in. Um, if they don't sell, I may actually get to keep one for once. Because yeah, that's that's what this one is here. I don't know if you can. Yeah, the old Army Air Corps uh, yeah. logo. The first. And these are authentic. Uh, period buttons which are getting, yeah. getting harder to find um, but yeah I mean let's talk about this Seiko graph I mean it's right. it's been a long time coming I don't remember when when it went on order was it in uh, May I think May so yeah I, think May. Yeah, I mean so it's been a little it's been a little minute so yeah and and I mean the way the way manufacturing is going right now is I was promised them like the end of August. Um, and I told customers like 45 days later, <laughs> basically just to hopefully absorb that delay. And then it ended up being still yet like another, another month passed. So, so manufacturing is still not, not completely sorted out by any means. Um, 
but um, I am quite pleased with the way they came out. Um, if you have a Raider, um, in a sense, you look at the bezel, and this is kind of a negative of the Raider bezel. So instead of having the bubbles, it's kind of cut out. has a very, very similar look. I need to take some side-by-sides. Um, but, you know, that's that's an intentional design cue to kind of ch- just give it a little bit of a change, um, so to speak. The, the basic case, you know, the basic case shape is very, you know, a very traditional standard kind of sweeping lug, uh, integrated lug into the case, or not integrated, but, you know, a nice sweeping lug. Um, then, you know, we went with a traditional, just a traditional round, you know, a traditional crown shape design uh, with like a rounded or bubbled um, end. Um, instead of doing the MT on the crown, we did just a, the, the M on the crown which um, I posted a macro of it recently. So, so yeah, it's a, there's no way we're going to get a good focus on that, but um, I do have a macro up. So uh, nice, clean, clean uh, logo, so to speak, which I kind of, I thought I'd change it up a little bit. Um, The case back's got the details etched in the bag, Mitchell time pieces, Seiko graph, mechanical, Sapphire and the production number. So very good. Get on there, man. I designed it. I got better note inside now. <laughs> it is, and it is. It's a nice, it's a really nice piece of art. Um, everything's brushed, so you don't really have to worry about too much scratches, things like that. Um, I mean, sapphire, crystal. sapphire crystals front and back. Oh, I think, I think so. It feel. I mean, it feels like it on the back, yeah. So, but definitely on the front, obviously, um, if you scr- never, manage to scratch, the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you manage to scratch the back of your watch, you're probably doing something wrong, um, with it, but <laughs> yeah, actually the, it's, uh, you can see here's, you know, right side up and then upside down and it can fully articulate, although that, I mean, it wouldn't be very practical <laughs> to do that, but if you really, really want to, you can, because if you buy it, it's yours. So, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm really proud of you, uh, that this, this design came out so great again. Um, you know, you really hit all the marks to making a really clean, really nice timepiece. Um, and I think, uh, the, the movement's really good. Uh, so, yeah, this, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there that's like, oh, it's an SC19. And um, I mean, yeah, it's an SC19, which is, you know, you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it from the historical standpoint of it came, it evolved from the Venus uh, 127. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. I think so. Or is it 175? Uh, you know, I get my numbers switched around sometimes, but it might be well, 175. I mean, a lot of people too. They they really go um, the ST movements, but they make a lot of movements. I actually have one here for a project. It's not nothing fancy, but it has a date and it's a twenty five fifty seven. It's an automatic movement, and so you have that you know with a date. There's there's different options with the ST movements. So the ST nineteen is really popular chronograph movement, mechanical chronograph. Uh, this one does suffer the same 
things with the screw down crown as a lot of the SD19s that if you overwind it or if you wind it fully, you're probably just going to want to let the chronograph run to try to yeah. unwind the mainspring enough to you can screw the crown down again. Other than that, I mean, that's it's that's something my, you can't, really, the, you can't get around. The, yeah, I was going to say that's the one thing that's like, well, I could have just done a, you know, a push in crown without a gas, you know, with a gasket system instead of a screw down. Um, and I would have sacrificed a little bit of water resistance. So it's kind of like a, it's a catch 22 in a way. Um, part of me is like, oh, should I should have done that. But, you know, you know, the, I guess the really the key is, is if you wind it 20 times, push it in, screw it in, it's going to be fully wound and you're going to be good to go. So that's. That's the the way you know. That's the key workaround. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, a, a drawback, I would say. It's and that's and that's just something with the movement. I mean, other plenty of other manufacturers, bigger bigger yeah. manufacturers have had the same exact thing going on. Um, they say, you know, oh, you know, I'm getting calls from people like, oh, the crown won't screw down now. Well. Just let the watch unwind. If you want it to unwind faster, hit the chrono button. And the more it's doing, the faster it's going to unwind. You're not going to completely unwind the watch. So trust me, it it yeah. holds it holds that wind for a while. So you're not going to it's not going to go flat on you in the middle of the day. Yeah, and then and I know we 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 both got that little reminder from from uh, Stratton when we got those yacht racers. Yeah, um, little FYI, uh, da 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 da. So. Um, I attached a very, very similar note into the packaging um, with this. It is the Venus 175, for the record. I do know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, um, I put a little note in there just to remind people, or if somebody's not familiar with the movement, um, to just be aware of that. And, uh, 20, 20 rotations seems to be perfect. Um, I've This has been the only watch I've worn since since I got him in on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. The only watch I've worn. So that's excellent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's holding my attention and it's so, it's just so unique. I mean, just, I mean, it's just so unique, you know, those, those sub dials. Are cool. It is. I mean, it's, it's really easy. Like I said, you know, I spent a while yesterday looking at it and it's just, I mean, the, the quality of the craftsmanship, the design, every it's a full package. Even the factory strap is really nice. I know, man. I'm, I'm telling you, um, the you know the the Raider factory straps were fine. They were um, kind of sailclothy, sailcloth or like nylon, whichever one you want to call it. And those were fine, and they're, they're very utilitarian. Um, but I wanted to go with something a little bit nicer on this. Um, so I went with the leather and I usually hate the factory straps. Like there's, there's yeah. really a brand that, you know, especially a brand that's like less than a thousand dollars that gives you a nice strap. But when I got the strap, I'm like, Oh, wow, this is actually pretty darn nice. Um, so I, I got the shipment and I pulled a black and a white for myself. Um, just because I couldn't pick. <laughs> so, um, and I just go back and forth. Then the white one, the white one's actually on the factory strap just because it's super nice. Like, 
Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's a good quality. It's got the rolled edges that you get from more expensive straps than right. factory. It's got good stitching. That's, I mean, it's all even. Um, and it's like, an, it's a nice, I don't want to say it's thick, but it's a nice thickness. It's not too thin. It's not too thick. It's, it's just, it's kind of a, a good, nice thickness for, for a factory strap. It's, it's soft. It like, it like, I feel like it wraps pretty well. Like, I mean, guys, if, if yeah. you know me and you know the straps, the amount of straps that I purchase and, and, and enjoy, then you're, you're going to know that, that this is actually going to be a pretty decent strap. Yeah. It's, it's very malleable. It's, you know, yeah. it's, you're not going to have problems. It's going to basically, it's kind of broken in out of the box. So yeah. it's what it feels like. So you just take it out, wind it up, strap it on and away you go. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, man, you, you've really mentioned the only thing that I'm not a big, big fan of is, is that, um, you know, the crown, the crown deal where um, if you wind it too much, that, that's, that's literally the only drawback I could think of for the watch. Um, it's not too thick. I mean, it's a chronograph, so it's going to be a little bit thicker than a typical watch, but it's not unwearably thick. Like, like some of those massive divers and things like that. Um, the crown, I love the crown, the, just the simplicity of the crown with the, the little, the little M on the logo. Um, a crown, you know, a swan neck regulator was a must when, when you're using the SD19 for accuracy. Oh, absolutely. So, um, and they were regulated, um, at the manufacturer at the factory to make sure that they're good to go and they're dialed in. And I mean, I've, I've noticed that they're, the you know, the one, the, the two that I wear have been quite accurate and I've kept them running um, both as I've kind of went back and forth. And so I just give them about 10 wines a day and good to go. And so it keeps it, keeps it going. And it's been quite accurate. Like I look at my phone and I look at my, you know, the watch and they're like right there. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's what, what's the number one thing a watch is supposed to do? Tell you the time. So, I mean, and that's what it does, and it does it well, and it yeah. does it really cool, really with a lot of style. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, you know, two thumbs up on this one. You really hit it out of the park. This is a very, very risky, but I think the risk and the reward, the reward really paid off with the dial design, with the two discs yeah with two rotating discs inside and, and the background our background picture you can see it yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and so i mean that that whole idea i mean it's just really cool it's it's just fun to it's a fun it's a fun watch and once again it's it's not it doesn't feel fragile it doesn't feel i mean you could wear this every day and be confident that it's going to hold up. Uh, it's got really nice weight to it. You can tell that, you know, it's not just like, yeah, well, you know, they skimped on the steel or whatever. No, this is, I mean, it's a solid watch. And to me, uh, especially with this color scheme on the brown strap, it reminds me, it's just something you wear when the weather's cooler out, kind of a fall watch kind of goes with the colors of leaves, things like that. It's even though it's, pretty much winter time now as they're approaching Thanksgiving and things like that. But yeah, there we go. Another one. <laughs> uh, really nice. Yeah. And there's only, there's only 50, there's only 25 of each dial. So don't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For real. And grab, grab one of those, 
uh, watch rolls while you're at it. The, the the leather is so soft. Like I said, it's yeah. Those rolls, those rolls are sweet. It's embossed. Says Mitchell timepieces, aviation inspired. They're big. I mean, you have plenty of room. It's all soft leather. Four four mm -hmm. slots and a uh, tool spot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean this is it's big. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you kind of roll it up and away you go. Which is great for traveling, which I did I've recently done. And so just got back from Mexico, so that's why we weren't on last week. So for Anybody that really wants to heckle us, that's that was my fault. I was on vacation. <laughs> Could have gone live from Mexico, but probably would have been pretty loud and you know, <laughs> there's a that chance it would have been Yeah, it, yeah, it just wouldn't have really worked out well. Mariachi bands in the background and yeah. So. Would have added the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess you give me a thumbs up on this one. No yeah, problem. definitely two two thumbs ups on this one. Uh, highly recommend it. What are they What are they starting at now? Um, you know, so here's the deal. Um, they were four fifty pre order price. Um, they were supposed to go up. I was going to move them up to five hundred um, when I got them. The retail is five seventy five. So I'm going to delay that a little bit. You know, to get us through the holidays. Um, so I just moved up to 475. So I only moved it up another 25 bucks. Um, and I'm going to leave it up there probably through the holidays and then, um, and then we'll go from there. So, uh, excellent. figured, figured I don't really do sales. So this is the one way I can kind of manipulate it a little bit because I hate to do sales and codes and, and all that nonsense. I feel like, you know, the people that come with a pre-order, those are the people that um, should get the best deals and I should, you know, that's, that's my way of honoring them because, you know, y'all, you guys that pre-ordered like yourself are the reason why I got to make this watch, you know, yeah. um, it, you know, it keeps, it keeps me from, and until, until we're in a good spot um, with a brand financially, it keeps me from putting more of my own money in. So, so, you know, that's, that's why, you know, that's what, well, I mean, you've been fantastic to supporting the brand and promoting the brand anyway. Um, I must be doing something right for you anyway. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> except for a date. Except for a date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well. Got to get some date. It could, it, could, it could use a date, but I mean, I, I have to say, I mean, this is, just came out super cool. Um, you really, you're not, you're not really going to see anything like this on somebody else's wrist. Again, this isn't just your run-of-the-mill diver, you know, run-of-the-mill, even chronograph. That so, you know, other people might say, "Oh, you know, I have a chronograph on too." Well, okay, but most other chronos are, are just different. Uh, this one does not have a tachometer in it. It doesn't, so you can't calculate airspeed or ground speed or any of that stuff. I mean, if you want that, there's and nobody. I'm mean, like, like if you're watching. I do. It, yeah, but you're like you're like a unicorn or something. I don't know. Um, I'm like honestly, if you if you're watching this and you're a chrono collector, and you're like, you know, I use the tachometer like um, every day. Like, tell me, tell me about it. Tell me why. 
and and help me understand it. And, you know, because this this is the purpose of this one was to create a minimally cluttered, clean dial chronograph that still serves a function. But there's always going to be another chronograph. So tell me, like, provide me the education I need to to make me think twice about adding attack, things like that. Um, that that really, truly is beneficial versus like, I know what it can be used for as far as calculating speed and things like that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much you're traveling in some kind of equipment. It's going to be give you that data anyway. So that, that was my, (laughs) that's my rebuttal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like your speedometer, you, you know, like simple math, but the GPS that says, you will arrive in 7.8 hours, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, no, and you really succeeded uh, on having just a, a clean, uncluttered dial, everything. I mean, just. And it's like, it's unique. Like we, we got rid of like 50% of the chronograph clutter and then oh, yeah. we did something different with the display of it which might be as just as distracting as those big subtitles. <laughs> I don't know, but um, super cool idea. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll give a short story about how it came about. Um, I collect pocket watches. Um, uh, Robert, friend of the brand, um, Robert Newton, he um, collects our pages. And, and I mean, I, I try to do that as well. He just does it a lot better than me, but. Um, we were just, we were chatting one day and I'm like, man, I got to do something different. And he's like, you should do a carousel. And so if you're familiar with um, our page, um, Richard makes carousel watch, which is very similar principle. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's the whole distance visible. Sometimes it's the uh, original pocket watches like the Seiko graph, or I think the Seiko Tron is another name for them, depending on if it was Waltham or Elgin or, you know, whatever. Um, uh, did I say Seiko graph? I meant yeah. to say Seiko meter. So there's a Seiko meter, Seiko Tron. Um, Illinois made one too. I don't remember what that was called, but it's basically a disc that rotates exactly like the second hand on, on the Seiko graph. Um, so he's like, you should do that. And I'm like, that's a great idea, but I want to be a little bit more unique than just, you know, copying a historic pocket watch. And in a sense, you know, kind of replicating what uh, what Mr. Richard Page is doing with the the, the carousels. So um, I came up with the idea to do it with a chronograph. And of course, that has to be a mechanical movement. But mechanical movements for chronographs are extremely expensive. So I wanted to have an economical option, which is how we landed on the, the ST-19. Um, or well, I guess, I mean, you don't technically have to have um, a mechanical movement, but you can have it. I mean, you can have an automatic, or yeah. you, you can always do mecha quartz. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't see me making quartz anything, whether it's mecha quartz or straight up quartz. So this was the most economical option for the movement um, to do it, and with the right with the right manufacturing quality control, it could be done well and done right. I feel like um, I feel like we have. You know, Himmel's done an ST nineteen. They've done quite a few, actually. Yeah. Um, quite a few models with the SC19 movement. 
um, Stratton did did the the yacht racer with the SD19. I'm sure there's other brands. Those are just the two that I could think of right off the top of my head that that are you know that are well respected. So so here we are. <laughs> yeah, and it came out great. Every I'm a huge fan. Back, I have it. I have the chrono going right now. It snaps right back, no problem. So, like I said, it's not it's not something you're gonna have to, you know, if you worry about, you know, banging it up or something like that. It's it's this thing could take some some punishment, I'm sure, and we'll find out as the weeks, months, and years go on. Uh, right. As it's you know sure to be a favorite in everybody's box, you know, watch box. Um, it's and it's a great conversation piece. It really is. If you ever run into someone else that really likes wristwatches, that's I know it's kind of a, a tricky crowd out there for that, but um, it's usually a lot of dudes, and uh, they'll talk your ear off about watches. So, right, <laughs> you know, it's uh, just just saying. But uh, hey, I actually um, I actually posted it up in um, in one of the pocket watch groups that I'm in. And I posted a picture of one of my original Waltham ones and then the Seiko graph. And they're like, oh, I have mixed feelings about this because it's, you know, and I'm like, no, no, this is this is not um, taking the pocket watch movement and converting it. This is just taking the idea that, you know, and honoring the history of the pocket watch and putting in a new movement. And they're like, oh, well, this is really cool. So it's like there's a lot of pocket watch purists in there. They're like, Oh, I hate the idea of taking a pocket watch movement and, and recasing into a watch, which, you know, I can understand to a point, but at the same time, like you can collect pocket watches and I'm not going to carry a pocket watches in, you know, as unique as that would be like, I'm just used to wearing a wristwatch and that's the deal. Um, you know, so it was kind of a cool way to show those guys like, Hey, you know, I know that you guys hate the idea of, of converting pocket watches, but how about, resurrecting old ideas and honoring the history of the pocket watches in a new way. And, uh, quite a few of the guys kind of dug, dug that idea and appreciated it. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a great, uh, homage to things in, from the past and it, you'd manage to do it without having to cannibalize something from the past, put, yeah. you know, regular, you know, easy to use modern movement in it. So you don't have to worry about it being a hundred years old. I'm looking down at a watch that I'm building right now, and if the case back is up, it's an Elgin movement. So, and that's in a, a wristwatch that I'm building. But so yeah, I, I. I mean, I I don't have a problem with the reap. I, I wouldn't have, you know, patronized, um, you know, Vortec or or uh, or our page. Um, with their watches if i had a problem with taking the movements but i mean like at the end of the day like what you know that's preserving history on some level um yeah you know there were so many movements that got melt like the the cases got melted down for the gold and so it's like like man i mean god look at an r page and tell me that that you're not okay with that please and he and he does yeah they're absolutely gorgeous like um that's beautiful i'll take 12. <laughs> so at the end of the day or well you know if you can <laughs> like i'm well, so glad you sell you 12 if you could if you could afford it yeah so 
Uh, I saw a post, um, and it's just FYI. Um, I saw him post that it sounds like he's really only going to do like um, customer requests. So like, if you haven't have something specific, in, you know, or if you want something from him, you can reach out and you guys. He, he sounds like he's willing to accommodate um, a few a few sales or a few um, uh, assemblies or I don't know what a few orders, but um, definitely imagine that he's kind of dialed back quite a bit based on um, based on that information. Is is just going to take a specific customer request? Um, I think I think Robert just got um, a beautiful dial. Um, it's a it's a, I call it a blue dial, but it's a white enamel dial with um, blue numbers um, oh, nice. blue on it. It's gorgeous. It's, uh, I think it's an Elgin dial. Um, they're 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 super hard to get now. Um, I haven't seen. Um, well, hey, Robert, I was, hey. your ears must be burning because I was just talking about your your uh, new R page um, with the the blue numbers. I was just talking about how how hard those dials are. Um, getting to find these days so and it's a it's a beautiful piece so we're talking about pocket watch conversions um, and how some people love them some people hate them and how i have no problem with that because what uh, especially what richard does is god it's it's killer yeah 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 like i want another one so bad i've got i've actually got a hamilton um seiko meter that i need to get um redone so i can send to him and get put into a uh, a speakeasy case awesome so, yeah yeah it's gonna it's gonna be beautiful but uh, rob so robert's on here maybe he can um throw down a few thoughts on the seiko graph yeah and uh i'd, I'd have him join the show but he's i think he's um out of town with family so could be um, yeah Brag him on here and tell me all about it. <laughs> he can always pop in next time and give you know after you know a week or two how he feels about it. You know so right because I mean see you you got yours the second day that people was getting them. Yeah, Saturday. I think yeah. just based on yeah because the first people got them Friday, and um, but I sent yours out with 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 those guys. It's just your your positioning to a major yeah. post office i guess so it says it's awesome all right we're gonna drag you on the show in a week or so and and uh you can tell tell them all about it <laughs> yeah once well, yeah it is awesome it's very it is very comfortable uh, i think and, you got the white dial like i always like that should be easy to keep track of but i always forget like who got what i mean i remember i remember yours was Oh, he did get a white dial because I remember the number, and that was like the the first, the first white dial. Um, he got the first white dial number option, and then you got uh, your yours was very specific to what number you wanted. And then somebody asked for number one. Was that was it you that asked for number one? Me? No. Yeah. No. no. Somebody asked for number one, and I laughed, and I'm like, "That's mine." <laughs> like, like, yeah. You know? I, th I thought about it, but, uh, you know, usually <laughs> the brand owner wants to keep the first one. So, yeah, the first one that that's this black one, the black black was number one. The first 10 were black. And then, um, yeah, he got the first white dial, which was number 11. And then it's kind of weird, like it kind of gets jumbled up um, from there. I think there's 
There's some teen ones that are black. Let's see. I've got a couple here if, if people are actually interested in that. Um, I don't know. It's hard to see. My old eyes are getting older. But I know like a lot of the, the upper 30s are are white. Yeah, I actually have some. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, I do I do try to accommodate a specific number of requests. Um, and like with there only being 50 watches, it's kind of hard. Um, and then you have like a 50-50 shot at it because 25 of those is, you know, white and 25 of those is black. And it's first come, first serve, so get it. Right. <laughs> so if, if you have a number that you're thinking of, um, I I think it's like the first 10 is black, the second 10 is white, the, the next 10, so like the 20s is black, and then the 30s is white, I think, based on based on what I can remember I'm, I'm looking at. Cause I tried to check, check the numbers. I think number 23 is still available. A lot of people like, you know, Jordan's number 23, I think is still available. Um, there's still some low black numbers, like within the first 10, I believe. Um, I think lucky number seven might still be available. And then, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, we're going to get terribly boring real quick. <laughs> so yeah, it happens. Yeah. Actually, it's probably probably a good time. I'll just bore people to death with this watch uh, if we stay on much longer. So maybe we should just wrap this guy up, huh? <laughs> any any news in the watch world? Um, geez, you know, what is going on in the watch world? Um, Tudor Tudor announced a new Pelagos, but it just has like a different bezel. Uh, they call uh, there's like it's the Pelagos and then there's like three letters. Can't remember what the letters are, but the be the dive bezel is actually backwards for what you're typically used to. So instead of going like one through fifteen, it goes. It's way. a countdown. Yeah, countdown instead of oh, that's cool. Um, on a more affordable scale, it is Black Friday week at right? the Hall of Norway. So oh, yeah. yeah uh, the new, uh, the new Orm, which is a Mecha Quartz, it's a VK sixty-three or sixty-four. Uh, yeah, sixty-four uh, Mecha Quartz is the new, the new Orm. It's really sharp-looking watch. If you want to check out it, ValhallaOfNorway.com. Um, uh, Roy's got an amazing collection over there, so if you want to check his out. Dr. Q is leaving the Seiko graph on sale through up through the I guess, part, part of the holiday season. So yeah, there's some, uh, there's definitely some, you know, decent stuff out there that you can get for a little bit less than normal. Uh, yeah. Stratton, Stratton, is it Stratton or Sigmund is doing um, a certain percentage off. I'm sure. I saw that one. Um, I was looking through the list. Um, I think it's posted in the league. There's like uh, somebody asked, and then there's like a, a whole list. Um, also, Time Bum, I think his website's timebum.com. Um, he has an extensive list of like he goes through and accumulates who all um, has has and, and ha keeps a special for the holidays. 
So check his website out or, or his Facebook or something like that. And you can get a full list of any micro that has uh, any kind of uh, Black Friday special. So that, that'd be your, your reference there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, check it out. If you're, if you're in the market, you got a couple extra pennies in your pocket or something like that, treat yourself, treat a family member, whatever. And, you know, there's some really nice watches out still. Uh, I think to the best of my knowledge, I think sales have kind of slowed down in the micro world. Uh, macro world is still moving, uh, just pretty normal, I think. But uh, micro world, I know sales have slowed down. What's that? Rolexes are still impossible to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are still buying them. So amazes me that like that whole phenomenon just it blows my mind i guess um global market. I mean, like, there's a like yeah i don't know uh, i mean that like they're they're cool like i mean i like the oyster perpetuals with the color dials that was a super cool thing to do yeah um, i like i like a lot of their watches i like the explorer line specifically like the explorer one and the explorer two um, the Explorer 2 is definitely like uh, a departure from what they historically did. Um, came out of the 70s, so it's kind of a unique piece. But you can't get anything, like anything. It's it's, it's quite interesting. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's getting uh, tricky. Uh, big big name stuff. I, it's all supply and demand. And of course, Rolex has a global market versus micro brands, which are mostly based, in, you know, U.S., Europe, and Great Britain. Yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say um, out of out of the pre orders, I have three. I think three going to no two. Two going to the UK, one going to France. I had one go to New Zealand. Thank mm -hmm. you, Michael. <laughs> um, that was his second purchase. I greatly appreciate him. I don't know if he watches this show or not, but way to go, Kiwi! <laughs> right? Um, that was cool. I've had a few go to Australia, um, not not from the new not from the new Seikos, but um, so yeah, like a percentage of my sales definitely go to to Europe, but yeah, that's about it. Like. It's uh, like none are going to Asia. That would be a market that I'm sure everybody would love to get their hands into um, just because it's right. a massively large area. I mean, it's the largest continent on earth. There's, I think probably the most people in any continent in that, on that supercontinent. So. Yeah. I want to, um, I want to throw a shout out to uh risk check monthly too. Um, we are working with them to do a charity, and and that is again something we need to get um, posted in this feed. Um, they're raising money and doing a lottery for um, what will be four families benefiting from a special Christmas. Hopefully, a really good uh, Christmas. The goal is um, past fifty percent met, so it's um, it's eleven. The last time I looked, it was like eleven hundred pounds over eleven hundred pounds out of the two thousand um, goal. So that's moving along quite a few nice timepieces um in there to uh to be to be one um so definitely get over there buy some tickets for that and we'll get that's that's a risk check monthly i know it's on their website on their facebook feed and then we've shared it on taking the time as well so be aware of that 
other than that, I think we're good to go. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, I don't really have much more other than big two big thumbs up. You really hit it out of the ballpark with the Seco graph. And it is S-E-C-O, not Seiko, as in like the watch company Seiko. I know it sounds <laughs> similar, but it's not. It has nothing to do with them, actually. So, it's like seconds and then graphs, seconds yeah. writing. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I still want to do the, like the, the, um, oh my gosh, my brain. <laughs> Been busy. <laughs> uh, so the, the Seiko meter, which is, um, you know, a gauge or a measurement, Seiko, it measures seconds. I wanted to stick kind of with that, but I didn't want to copy meter. And, and, you know, who knows that if that's still patented, like that pocket watch was made in the 19 teens. Um, but you never know. So, um, I went with Seiko graph is to write time and chronograph writes time in a sense. So that was kind of the, the whole idea of that, um, how the name came about. So, but anyway, see, I told you we get on another soapbox again. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really glad you're enjoying the watch, um, wear it in good health as always. Thank you. Uh, if you don't have yours, go over to mitcheltimepieces.com. It's right on the banner. Um, you can still save a pretty good chunk of money. And um, if you get your orders in before, I'm going to say probably before December the 10th, um, you should get your watch for Christmas, unless it's overseas and I can control customs, things like that. So, but I get, I get them out pretty quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> so get over yeah. to Mitchell Time and order your watch. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for this time. I think next time we have to review the Valhalla of Norway, uh, the Axe, and you're going to be getting a crack at the 96-0. I need to get that in the mail to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, have a, we have a couple coming up to review and a couple of real fun watches. So hopefully somebody tunes in next time. And uh, until then. Have a good one. Adios.